Hello and welcome everybody to the uh, Immaterial Podcast, episode 162. This one is actually the 162, unlike last week where I said 162, but it was actually 161, and apparently I forgot how to count, because I can go from 0 to 1. No, I can't, because uh, that would... See, I can't count. Just, 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 that's, that's it. I couldn't even count to one. Couldn't like, unless you think about it from sixties. Okay, maybe sixties hard, but um. Uh, so yeah, we've learned that I can't count, and now Ryan has the name for the podcast episode. So, okay, what has what has happened? What 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 have I played? Well, I started playing RimWorld again. I haven't played RimWorld in a while. So, I'm getting back into RimWorld. I I'm wondering if there's any if there's a any feelers out there that would uh like to see it live streamed. I don't know if it's a game that's decent for live streaming or not. So, I'm wondering if uh we'll if we'll get any uh likes for that. Other than that, what have I played? I've played a few games of TFT, like always. Uh, nothing to be Which excited way? about. Maybe I'll go in. Maybe I'll go back into talking about uh, RimWorld real quick because I actually I don't know if I've talked much about RimWorld. So RimWorld is basically a top-down, two-dimensional survival game where you have. I don't know if there's a limit on how many people you can have. But you can have at least, well, you can actually have zero people and zero animals. And technically the game still plays, but you just can't interact. Um, But basically, it's a survival game where you micromanage a colony. You can mine into cliffs. um, Basically tiles that are considered higher than you. And... I, I like to make a base in the mine and in, in, in a rock because I play Minecraft a lot and it's safe to be in, in underground. Um, but basically, you can. It's a, well. Yeah, it's a survival game where you micromanage people and each character has their own stats. You can randomize the the names and the stats and stuff like that. Um, sometimes they have inhibitors that make them so they can't do certain tasks or certain types of tasks. And other times you have, uh, benefits where they're, uh, happy to do certain tasks or they learn how to do tasks very fast to level them up. They will get better at all tasks that they can do. Um, but some tasks they'll get better very slowly at, whereas other tasks they get better quite quickly. Um, with the RNG mechanic. Yeah, there's a lot of RNG in it, and every so often you will get random events, depending on, there's three different storytellers, there might be more if you mod. It's like when you're playing uh, is it Stardew Valley? No. Oh yeah, you can in Stardew Valley, but it's like thingy. It's like goblins are attacking. Like great. Yeah, basically, 
the random events, depending on your storyteller, certain storytellers will start them off easy and get harder. Other storytellers, one's called Randy Random, and I think you can figure out what he does. It's just random each time it's like, it's still based off your strength. Like, they're not going to send you something that's way out of your league, but it'll be totally random events. Whereas other storytellers will ramp up the difficulty over time, so you have to try to keep up with them. And by random events, I mean it could be something as simple as a neighboring uh, faction will raid you and try to steal your shit. Um, Come in and go pew-pew and shoot at stuff. Or stab your people. Or the other random events are just animals will go manhunter style and start attacking people for no reason. Like, even squirrels will just go angry and attack your people. Um, Yeah. Or what happened in my game is there was a big old grizzly bear near uh, near my base. He wandered into the map near my base. And I didn't like that he was there because there's not a lot of animals around. And I knew it was going to happen. Eventually, what's going to happen with a bear if there's nothing for him to feed on? He's going to get hungry. Well, he wandered over into my base and ate my dog. He ate my dog. You can have pets in this and there's animals to farm. Certain animals can actually be trained to carry wares. Um, uh, like pigs, they can actually be taught to collect. Like when you cut down a tree, it drops a whole bunch of logs on the ground. The pigs can actually be tamed. They're taught to go and pick up those logs and uh, deliver them to one of your areas for storage. So it's uh, it's. There's a lot that goes on in the game. And... Yeah. It's... It's a fun little game. And I'm just wondering... Maybe I'll try live streaming and dip my toe in the water and see if uh, it gets some views. I don't actually know if people are watching the RimWorld streams or if there's even people streaming it i haven't actually looked into it so i might look into it and see if it's worth it so other than that like i said i played tft and that's about it i haven't had a lot of time so what have you played dan um oh not not a lot to be fair um warframe and war weren't normal uh not really played any more Lego recently. We tried Minecraft yesterday. Oh yeah, we did. We we uh vanilla Minecraft. Yeah, and I've Oh my well, god, I, I'm in love with shaders. I, I finally added shaders to my Minecraft. Nice. And it is so beautiful. Maybe yeah, uh... maybe if we run out of things to talk about, because the news is kind of uh slim this week. Maybe I'll throw up a quick image of Minecraft. Or maybe I'll load up my game and actually just throw it in. Just to view the but, beautifulness um, of shaders. But yeah, it's like when we're waiting for this podcast, I had two games of Aaron. Okay. And got S plus again. S and S plus. Ooh. 
And for the people that don't play uh, LOL or RM, what does that mean? Uh, in uh, it's basically it's like most games. You've got like the when you play the game, depending on how kills and efficiency you is, you get a rank at the end of the game of how well you did placing the character and the it's like what it thinks is good. And what was your rank? S plus S and S plus. And does that mean good or bad? It's the highest rank. S plus is the highest rank you can get. Woo! So you got like second best and best. Yeah. Oh look, the 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 casual playthrough thing finally disappeared. I don't know if Ryan fixed it or it just took its time to go away, but it's gone now. So. It's like most games. You have like E, D, C, A, S minus, S plus. Well, the S's and the plus and minuses of there, that as well. Okay. But, um, and Warframe is the new Nightwave. I'm leveling up through my Nightwave stuff. Nightwave? The... Nightwave is an event by Nora, the radio caster. Okay. Uh, every few months she'll give you rewards for completing tasks. Each week she gives you different tasks. Oh, yeah, so like weeklies kind of thing. Yeah, dailies and weekly. Um, uh, daily and weeklies. And you get basically various prizes for climbing up the Nightwave ladder. But it's a fixed amount per week. Like, if you know what I mean. Oh, I just realized. Uh, Yeah, I know what you mean. I have to mute something before it ends up being stupid on me again. Um, So have you played anything else? Not particularly. I've downloaded all of the Lego games, all twenty of them. All twenty Lego games. That's so a bit ridiculous. So and it can do a remote play. So if someone wants to, we can remote. Play. Yeah, you did mention that last week. I never got around to it because I was in the middle of other things. Well, yeah, we could try remote uh... play any of the Lego games that you, it, out of the Lego list. Um, I really don't know what to do with myself at the moment. I've hit that stage. Oh, wow. So it looks like there are a lot of people playing RimWorld. Ah. So it might be a harder niche to get into. Oh. I don't know. And some of these people have shitloads of people in their town. Wow. There's 4,000 viewers total. In RimWorld. Sounds like quite a bit. Well, seeing as what I stream is X4, and... It, it's... It, it has a total of 13 viewers right now <laughs> between all of its channels. Uh, oh. 13 viewers. And yeah, eight of those were ours that we... Uh, or seven of those were ours, that we moved on to somebody else. Well, yeah, what was it? Uh, the Minecraft thing was kind of... Eh, I think we haven't played Minecraft in a while, so it was different. Yeah, we haven't played Minecraft in a while, so we'll we'll touch base on that a little bit. We, uh, Me and Stefan tried last weekend to find a server. We were like, oh, this seems like a great server. And we're looking for a 1.17 server. And we were looking for 
a server that had an economy mod in it. Basically, we want to be able to earn money by either doing jobs and preferably being able to sell our wares to the server, not have to sell to other players. Selling to other players is nice, but to get started, you need to be able to sell to the server, maybe sell some end game stuff to the players. Um, so the first server we went on to, we were like, oh yeah, we could get money from doing jobs. And the jobs mod is okay for earning you money, but it takes a very long time. But we couldn't sell anything to the server. Like, not even, like, for pennies. Like, like cobblestone or anything? Yeah, but, like, I, I can understand maybe servers r removing cobblestone because... You could you could farm cobblestone forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, especially if you make cobblestone generators and stuff like that. You could easily just AFK farm money. But like we couldn't sell anything, no farming resources, nothing could be sold back to the server. Not a single item could be sold to the server. So there was no way of really farming resources other than trying to sell to players. And I figured that was that it didn't really appeal to what we wanted so we ended up this week finding a different server and we went into the survival and we started building a little bit of a base and got bored i don't remember quite why we got bored i, th I was tired and stefan was just not feeling it and you were setting up in another and i ended up in between in the valley yeah too close too close by mountains and yeah, because um, I fell off the mountain and I'm like, oh, fuck this shit, I'm not coming back up. <laughs> I'm down here now. Yeah. I'm a ground person now. But then we got kind of bored. I was tired, so I wasn't really that motivated in it. And then... Um... We tried the Skyblock version. Yeah, then we went to the... It was the same server, we just went into their Skyblock uh, thing. When I first joined, I couldn't even get into Stefan's Island properly because we, we did the wrong command. And... An admin. Need to work it out, to be fair. Yeah, there's a few things that we can't do, but most of it we can. Um, some of it's island protection stuff like that we're not supposed to be able to touch. That's why. But um, either way, we got an admin to fix our little problems. It was pretty quick. They did it right away. Um, I lost a diamond though that I never got back. Um, one extra one one diamond that I should have had from our daily login reward, but either way, um, we started making a sky block, and I made a small cobble generator, a five long cobble generator with the uh, hoppers underneath it to make sure we didn't lose any of the loot. We don't have any pickaxes that are anywhere near fast enough to mine a five cobblestone generator yet, but at least we have it. It'll probably have to get moved soon anyways. Especially um, now that Stefan built a mob farm. I don't I don't think you've seen you've seen the mob farm yet, but he built a mob farm. The and only thing I did yesterday was the I we, expanded it out to the boundaries. Yeah, we, we covered the whole platform with uh, slabs so that we can now uh we can now we see can the whole uh yeah, we can walk around the whole platform without falling off. I but yeah. the spawn spots move to the top then, because with that giant hole, it's a pain in the ass. 
well, the hole's blocked off entirely now. Nothing can come up. Um, Especially when I'm having a bit of network. How is my stream doing? Stream's doing okay. I've got a little willy bird of mine. I'm yeah. Oh, there we go. Mine's doing that too. I'm, but like, I don't. It doesn't say that I'm having any. Oh, I did just drop some. I dropped 420 frames to network. Oh, I'm dropping a lot of frames to network right now. I was it? But yeah, it was just I just built that platform out because I didn't know much sure what else. To I do. don't know why my network is acting up, but let me try. Um, let's pause that. Make sure I'm not watching any streams elsewhere. One second. Um, yeah, but then Stefan built a, uh, let's go to this. Yeah, he built a mob farm, right? You remember where the chest was for the cobble generator? He, where he was standing the whole time mining the cobble generator? Okay, yeah. He was standing, he built the mob farm right behind that, right in the middle. And <laughs> the downside is, it actually has a perfect line of sight for skeletons to shoot you at uh, the cobble generator from that side. So we had to make the mining position of the cobble generator on the opposite side. And my network seems to have stabilized now, which is good. So it must have been because I had those streams open. Hmm. I, I was searching around at stuff. Um, so yeah. Um, we, we have to mine the cobble generator from the opposite side or else the skeletons try to shoot at us. Occasionally they hit a creeper and creepers go explodey. And if creepers go explodey, the mob farm breaks open and then we have mobs falling everywhere. It's not a good thing. This reminds me of so many problems we've had before. <laughs> yeah, every time we have a mob farm, something goes wrong and it becomes a problem. Especially when you have something that's... like. At least this one's sort of a passive generator. It doesn't have spawners generating it. It just has a dark area that I might actually end up setting up so that we can turn it on and off. Um, so if we have an emergency or something, we, hopefully I can turn it off. I'm using Western Signal. To turn on some lights. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the amount of times we've had a oh, fuck doodles when there's a mob farm problem. And then you know, prolonged rage shortly thereafter, trying to get the body back and everything sorted. Yeah. So let's move on. Okay. And unfortunately, there's not a lot to talk about in what the fuck Blizzard section. But I will, I will touch one topic that they have. Uh, do I have the link for it? Do I have the link for it? Is it changing names of quests to make them more appropriate? Yes. They're, 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 because of the lawsuit, they're going through all of this, so I, I'll, I'll add it slightly to it. Because there are a lot of dodgy main quests. Yeah, so basically, World of Warcraft update, the World of Warcraft update is going to change a lot of the inappropriate quest names. Um... they won't change Harrison Ford Save You. That's just hilarious. No, they won't change anything that's comical. <laughs> it's... 
Oh, they're the... going to change things like my sack is gigantic um, to my storage is gigantic. Uh, and oh, then bros before hoes, 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 or bros before ho, ho, hoes has been renamed to Holiday Bromance. Okay. So basically anything that... I have both of those achievements. Change. Oh yeah, they are achievements. Yeah, I thought they were it, quests, but no. The first one is Harris Pelton, my Sakakai and Dragon Seek. It's the 18 slot bag. Yeah. From Witch Hink. It's Crusade the Witch Hink. One of the two. See, I don't necessarily agree with that one either. Like, is that really? An offensive name. My sack is gigantic. And isn't the game rated T for teen? Minimum? Yeah, and the other one is the Bro Ho Ho one is the Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, uh, My Storage is Gigantic is given to a player that buys a 1,200 gold uh, 22 slot bag by Harris Pilton. Yep. What is I put a thing on Paris Hilton. Um, Is there anything she sells as well, pretty much? But, see, I, I things like that, I don't think that they should uh, have to rename. Because my sack is gigantic is not really offensive. Like, maybe because it's given, like, if it was, if it was a joke towards uh, Harris Pilton, or Paris Hilton, uh, then okay, like, if it was some, some sort of a mean reference towards that, I could understand it. But, I, I think it's just funny if you can go around and say, my storage is, or my uh, sack is gigantic. That's just something funny to say. It's not like you're really affecting anybody. Uh, but there is some quests that are just like, really? I've had that before. I've, you've just face palm when you see the quest name. Like, yeah, it's just funny though. Like, Not that particular one. I mean, some of them are just... Yeah, but like you know, I said, if it's not actually offensive to somebody, like how I don't see how that could be considered offensive to somebody. Like, I get it if it's saying, like, um... That particular one's not that bad. The Bro-Ho one is a bit of, like, a... Eh. I understand the Bro-Ho one. See, I don't... I don't, I don't even really believe that one, because, like... It, it's just a really... It's, like, a, a very common saying, is, like, you're supposed to stick up for your friends before your girlfriend and stuff like that, or, like, that's where that saying came from. Yep. And you should. Like, your friends more than likely have been with you forever, and relationships may or may not. Like, they also, like, they have to respect your your decisions with your your girlfriends, boyfriends, Anything, friends, anything that you're dating, but you got to remember who's been with you and who's uh, who, who's been by your side for the longer and who's 
respected you. It all comes down to who's respectful to you. Um, other than that, that's the only thing that I see about uh, to fill our what the fuck blizzard section. Yeah. So we will move on to our first topic of news founded by our uh, our trusty leader Ryan. And I actually haven't read this one yet because I read all the one some of the other ones. Wasn't you a couple? But it was kind of hard, and then to figure out there isn't much news-wise. So let's see what this actually has in it. Sorry, it took me a few seconds to actually type it. I couldn't figure out how to spell source for a minute. Um. All right, so. Co-Carnage launches Tripwire Games boycott amidst anti-abortion... Oh, it's the anti-abortion controversy. Oh, here we go. Ryan got me into a loophole, or into a a hole that I'm probably going to end up digging. Yep. Okay, so Co-Carnage is a leading Twitch... is leading a Twitch boycott uh, of all Tripwire interactive games... Following uh, the president's anti-abortion tweet, um, Lily wants attention. Yes, Lily does. Can you actually see her? Yeah. <laughs> she she came to she came to tell me that it's her time to go out, and she's gonna have to wait. Um. So basically, uh, co carnage. Uh, responded to a post of John Gibson 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 John Gibson uh, who I believe is the leader of Tripwire trying to make sense of this yeah I'm trying I didn't mean that's what I I just saw it. I was like, nope. Yeah, I didn't realize it was to do with uh, the anti-abortion until after I clicked on it. Um, yeah, so John Gibson is the leader or the founder or something. Uh, the president of Tripwire. There we go. Founded. Okay. Um, and he basically put a post on Twitter saying, proud of the U.S. Supreme Court affirming the Texas law banning abortions for babies with a heartbeat. I'm not going to go into the whole thing uh, that he posted because uh, the rest of it doesn't really lead to anything about babies. It's just about his personality. But I, this is why companies shouldn't become political. If this is how he feels, he should keep it to himself because he just dragged down his company. I'm sure it lost stock. I'm sure it lost had all kinds of problems because of this. And okay, yeah, you don't really want to say I'm pro-abortion, or but you really shouldn't be saying uh, I, I'm anti-abortion either. Um. I feel it's really up to the person who's doing it. If it doesn't affect my life, 
in some way, shape, or form, why should I get involved in it? Um, and I wish more people would do the same, but hey, it is what it is. It's in the news now, and yeah. That's that story. I'm not going to get into that one because it could be a rabbit hole that I never get back out of. Yeah, it was like a story I heard from, you know, when you're doing, like, personal, when you're meant to be working on brand imaging and stuff like that. There was a, I think it was Jessup's or something. It was a camera company in the 60s. And so it isn't, it went bust because of what the CEO said in a conference. Oh, yeah, it happens all the time. So It went bust in under six months. Went from a major, like, chain line to dead in six months. Because of that conference. Yeah. Alright, so... I got another one here. This one was actually sent in by D. Oh, you said about Carnage. I'm still waiting for that to come out soon. Oh. The film. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm having network issues again. Why is my network being so gay right now? It's never bad on a Monday. Okay, it's back to... uh No, it's still struggling. He's just happy for some reason. It's just all over the place right now. So if I have any interruptions in this podcast, I apologize. It's one of the downsides about doing it live. I am recording it, so if it is really bad, hopefully Ryan will just take the recording version and put it up on YouTube. Mm. Um, It seems to have stabilized now. And it, yeah, all right. It looks like it caught back up. Uh, but yes, the actual video version might be fine because it looks like it over-uploaded after to catch it back up. Um, yeah, it's my network is being really bad. Um, so yes, this one was this next article was actually sent in by Danny or D, and it's about. A museum? A board game museum. Yeah, here in England. Yes, apparently there's a a board game Nuent N-E-W-E-N-T board game museum showcases 19th century games. 19th century games. It's in Gloucestershire, apparently. Yes, I don't know where that is. Um, Uh... Oh, no. But basically, um, it, it's a board game designer has a board game designer has opened a museum which showcases some six hundred games dating back to the nineteenth century. Um, the image for this has all the Milton Bradley um, board games for some of their very very uh, popular uh, games that were on um, arcade games like Frogger. Uh, I don't remember what that game's called. Berserk or something. Zaxxon, Pac-Man, and Donkey Kong. Obviously, it's going to have Monopoly in the middle. Like, it has to. Everything has to have Monopoly. But even has, like, some sort of tennis game. Uh, but yeah, basically, 
What does this say? We need to send that link to Darius. <laughs> yeah, he, he'll go there for sure. Um, but he basically began, began collecting old games uh, and then he started developing his own ideas and then he uh, opened a museum because he was collecting all, so many games. So that's kind of kind of crazy. Apparently he has some games that are like lots and lots and lots of years old. Um, Can you say near World War One for the earliest? The oldest game in stock was made in 1803. So that's pre-World War. Yeah. <laughs> and is called The History of England. That's that's an old board game. That is a very, very old board game. It's gonna say it's nearly as old as America. Um, not America seventeen seventy something. Was it? I don't actually know when America. No, I don't know. I don't actually know. I don't know. I can't answer that. I'll put my spider man comic inside. Yeah, Google when America is separated from the UK. They're from England. Um, USA bombed. While he's doing that, i 1776. Okay, so it's older than I thought. I know Canada's definitely younger than that. Um, it was founded on 4th of July, 1776. Yeah, I knew the 4th of July part. It's when it got... It's because that's when the documentation... The the giant scroll got built. Well, this next one's kind of a sad one. The, oh, I don't I can't remember. Is that the Pokemon one? Yeah! Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl may be missing creatures from later generations. Hmm. Uh, although they're only a few months from release... There still isn't a ton about Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. The only new detail might be coming soon. Uh, however, as accordance to Nintendo France, the game won't be featuring any new Pokemon. Uh, the first, rep first reported by Nintendo Smash, Nintendo France, clarified in a comment that Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl will feature Pokemon up to fourth generation. While the company doesn't specifically say that it won't have any Pokemon from 5th generation onwards, uh, it's... It's... Sense a little bit. It's saying that it's basically only going to have 4th gen. Or, it's not only going to have 4th gen, but it's guaranteed to have 4th gen and before. It's because it's basically Diamond and Pearl, and Diamond and Pearl was 4th gen. Yeah. But a lot of the times when they come, when they get the re-release, they have the ability to have those newer Pokemon put into them. You just can't get them in the game. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but it looks like if they're not actually in the like if they're not in the game, like if it doesn't have compatibility for the fifth gen, um, then you can't transfer them back. Some of the newer releases, you could transfer them back. Um, but 
a lot of the times if you transfer Pokemon back, it always came, became overpowered because some Pokemon from the newer generations could like, broken. yeah, they're broken compared to some of the older ones. You need the Pokemon from that generation to be able to deal with it. Because Eyes of the Generations got more on there's so many more things like Dragon and Steel and da 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 Yeah. Airy. Alright. What else do we have? More news that Danny found. I don't actually know what this one is. Oh, this one's more of a PSN thing if you've got a PlayStation. They're gonna... <sighs> Long story short, it is they're not going to be giving free upgrades anymore to a certain game from PS4 to PS5. So if you want to get it, you need to get it, like, already had it. What is... Okay, so basically the title for this is Sony will no longer offer free next-gen upgrades for its first-party games. First question I have is, what is first-party? Because I don't play PlayStation. Um, It's there like key games so it's the playstation owned ones i believe so sort of playstation exclusive kind of thing or I'm not entirely sure i don't play playstation myself yeah so well one of those. i'll read some of the article but I, I don't have a playstation so i can't delve too much into it but yeah sony will no longer offer free next-gen upgrades for its first party games um It will give, uh... however, the company will provide Horizon Forbidden West PS4 owners a free upgrade to PS5. Um, so, good news, you won't have to pay Sony extra money to upgrade your PS4 copy of Horizons Forbidden West to a PS5 version. Bad news, Sony ain't offering free upgrades anymore after this. Okay, so it sounds like it's it was a way of getting PlayStation 4 games into the PlayStation 5, is what it sounds like. Yeah, they would just give you a free upgrade. Yeah. And now they uh, nah. now, now they now now they're you're gonna have to buy it all over again. Um, but apparently it's kind of an odd thing that Sony's doing because they had already promised that these kind of upgrades would be free. Mm. So now they're going back on their promise. So, uh, yeah. You which is kind of depressing. You buy that shiny new console, and it's like, oh, here's your game. Oh, no, you can't play them now anymore. Yeah, like, that. that's one of the things that PlayStation was nice about, was most of their games were backwards compatible or no yep. sorry forward compatible so like if you had a playstation 3 you could play those games on a playstation 4 hmm. uh, yeah, it, it basically it most really of them matter. yeah but it's just it, to me it's just one of those like ugh, for console gaming yeah but, but it looks like it's not going to be totally like crazy it looks like it'll they'll offer a ten dollar, uh, ten US dollar digital upgrade option from PS4 to five. It's not too bad. Um, I don't know if that's a standard price or just for some of the ones that they found, but.
but I just thought it might be some news that's it is gaming news, but it's not specifically what we were thinking about. GTA was like the only game. I don't know what Stefan just said, but apparently uh, GTA was the only game. I'm assuming that's the only game that he liked on it, that he played on PlayStation mostly. And we have one more news item that's in gaming news. This one was kind of charming for me. Well, do you want to talk about it? I'll I'll read the title for you. Give me one sec. I need to actually... Oh, there we go. I think I've opened the tab. Uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color. I title. said I'll read the I'll read the title for a second, then you can talk about the actual thing. So basically, Game Boy and Game Boy Color titles headed to Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, they're gonna be doing. Uh, basically, uh, they're gonna be. This one currently includes the NES and SNES games, so it's now going to the next gen. Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Is it gonna so be? All games available for it, or um, only like Nintendo owned kind of. Uh, Nintendo is set to Game Boy and Game Boy Color titles to Switch Online for Euro Game Switch is confirmed. The vocal Switch catalog. Yeah, it looks uh, like it's uh. It, it won't have everything, obviously, but it'll it'll well, probably have a lot of like, the ones that you remember. I don't know if it'll have name like big titles like Pokemon and stuff like that. Because I don't think uh, Pokemon would want to give away their products for free. Well, Nintendo are Pokemon. Are they? I don't think they are. I don't know. Because, um... Nintendo's not Pokemon. Well, they only get platforms as Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, DSs, and Nintendo Switch. As a whole, Nintendo owns a percentage of the Pokemon brand. The Pokemon Company is the official owner and operator of the Pokemon brand and license. So basically, Nintendo owns a big portion of the company, but they don't actually own... Yeah. I never thought of that, that Pokemon only ever comes out on uh, Nintendo, but it also comes out on your phone and stuff like that. So. Most of the, the core games are only on Nintendo. Yeah, I never actually thought of that, but yeah. It, it's the only platform you can get. It's why I don't have, I haven't had Nintendo in ages, so I haven't had any new Pokemon games in forever. Yeah, I never, never thought of that. Like, I got the Switch and I got a Pokemon game on it, but I totally didn't even think that, like, it's a Nintendo Switch. It's basically, yeah, Pokemon's since day one has been on the Game Boy and stuff. Yeah, they must have some sort of an agreement because of Nintendo owning so much percentage of the company. Basically, their core gaming is Nintendo only. Doesn't actually nope. say what percentage Nintendo owns. Oh, so um, it's going to be a. It'll be a fad chunk of it, probably. Uh, it doesn't actually say anything. So unfortunately, I can't tell you. But I think that's going to be... Is it really 99.9%? 
As a whole, Nintendo owns a percentage of the Pokemon brand. The Pokemon Company is its official owner and the operator of Pokemon brand and license. It consists of three organizations, Nintendo Creatures and Game Freak. Each of them are responsible for a different part of the Pokemon Company. Um... Just want to search this really quick. Nintendo owns 32%, Stefan. Giving me false information. Nintendo owns a 32% stake in the Pokemon Company. While the other two companies own the... <laughs> while the other two companies own the remaining amount. 4K Kids Entertainment, the original dubbers slash localizers of the Pokemon anime. Um... But they sold their stakes in 2005. I'm not going into all that. But yeah, Nintendo owns 32% of Pokemon. Yeah, so basically, Nintendo says, you're only coming onto our platform or we're going to sell all our stock. <laughs> yeah, basically. Which is pennies to Nintendo. But yeah, it's basically a third of the freaking thing. So, yeah. Got, they haven't got overruling share, but they've got. They they got a big enough stock that they could basically tell them to comply all yeah or else they're just gonna pull out because thirty two percent of Pokemon stock isn't really gonna hurt Nintendo but I think it probably would if if Nintendo announced that they were gonna pull out of Pokemon and take all their stocks out of it basically because Nintendo or Pokemon didn't want to only go out to Nintendo. I think Pokemon Company stock would obviously drop when Nintendo first sold, but it would recover really fast, and Nintendo's stock would end up going down because of that. Yeah. So I think, I think Pokemon has a little bit more ground if they really wanted to push onto other um, consoles and stuff, but I don't think they want to because it gets kind of uh, it gets kind of difficult for them to. They have to produce their games for multiple platforms, which is also a lot more coding headache, whereas now they can focus on one console at a time. No, it's just one of those, like, they're going to be bringing out... It's just basically... I don't know. Anyways, I think that's the end of this anyways, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, What the hell's going on here? One second. Why is that? Oh, let's see. Okay. Alright, so yes. Thanks for watching. Please don't forget to follow, subscribe, and uh, give us some love. Take care, guys. Oh, love, 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 love.